thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the What The Fartlet podcast. Dropping just in time for Halloween. Matt, do your best spooky voice. I do not say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> is that from Hotel Transylvania? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's quite a scary film, actually. <laughs> right, okay. Guys, just before we get over to some light-hearted running theme chatter, we can just ask a few things of you. If you do enjoy the show today, wherever you get your podcasts, please do subscribe, especially if you are listening through Apple Podcasts. If you can also leave us a rating and a review, we would really, really appreciate it. We're also super, super present on social media. So if you've got any feedback, you want to come and have a chat with us, then you can get us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook, as well as through our dedicated email address. All the info's in our bio. Lastly, if this is the first time that you're listening to us, please do go back and check out the back catalogue of episodes. We've got some doozies on there and we really think you'll enjoy them. With that being said, Matt, should we get on with the show? <laughs> Are you alone? I didn't finish my joke from last week. You kind of butted in and uh, didn't let me finish it. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> yeah, but all I want to do is finish my joke. I want, I want to give it the justice it deserves. All right. Okay. Sorry. So, it's, so is this the, the, the pink fluff one? It is. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Go, so, on. go on. Ready, are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. What's pink and fluffy? Pink fluff. No. Wait. Wait. No. I'm sorry. Sorry. I don't know. Sorry. Start again. <laughs> Right. What's pink and fluffy? I don't know. Pink fluff. What's blue and fluffy? Blue fluff. Pink fluff holding its breath. <laughs> <laughs> what's, gr- what's green and fluffy? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, pink fluff about to vomit. No. <laughs> it's, it's green fluff, you f- <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, very good. Are you, are you happy now? I am, yeah, I'm off in a proper dad joke. <laughs> dad joke out of the way, very good. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode five of the What the Fartlet podcast. My name's Rob. I'm Matt. And again, we've got another great show, hopefully, lined up, haven't we, Matt? Who, who's our guest this week? Our guest this week is Rav Billen. Yeah, we've got Rav on, haven't we? So Rav's been doing some incredibly cool things, uh, running three marathons. Uh, she's actually just done a third one today. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show as well. But we have a great, great talk with her, going to some real detail about her running journey and um, and all that good stuff. So really excited to talk to Rav. Yes. Um, yeah, we've got some other bits we'll get to. I, we've got some other good bits I want to go through as well. But before we do, how's the road to recovery coming, Matt? Yeah, it's doing good. Uh, I've been doing the Couch to 5K with Donna. Um, she's been using that as a speed session, actually. Uh, which has been quite good. A uh, bit of refereeing. No extreme refereeing today, though, although I did send a parent off. <laughs> which was, uh, Tell oh, me yeah. that story. <laughs> it's uh, a bit of a tussle between... Somebody scored and a bit of a tussle when they try and grab the ball out of the back of the net. Uh, 
involving a parent. No, the the, the children were, were oh, right. trying to get the ball out of the back of the net. And as that was happening, a parent decided to shout obscenities from the sideline. <laughs> so I had to go and have a word and send him off. Very, oh, mate. Feel <clears throat> the power. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a feisty game. <laughs> How about you, Rob? What have you been up to? Uh, well... I'm glad you asked. Actually, I uh, on on Monday I uh, I ran a, a half marathon at almost race speed. Nice. Uh, uh, that was different. So yeah, I uh, basically I bagged out of running on Sunday because uh, I was feeling a bit sorry for myself. So I just thought nut up or shut up and go out and make up <laughs> the miles and uh, found a new route uh, that has been really close to my house for the five years I've lived there along the Chesterfield Canal that I never knew existed. And I saw uh, Ben and Beth, uh, our Instagram pals, running along it last week. And I thought, oh, I, I can do that really easily. So Sammy dropped me off and I just thought, let's see how quick I can, let's see how long I can hold seven minute, 30 miles for. And it turns out it was like one mile. But then nice. I dropped to 7.45, I did about an hour and two minutes, which is only about two minutes off my PB pace. So yeah, pretty nice. pleased with it. So when the races come back, then you should be, uh, you should be smashing that PB, I'm guessing. It's crossed, yeah. No excuses. Mm. No excuses. Well, I will do. I'll get myself a pair of night vapor flies. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on them. <laughs> what's, your problem with, what's your problem with night vapor flies? Right? Well, night, night vapor. How much are they for starters? Uh, I don't know, about 200 quid a pair. Yeah, that and with them, I did ask next percent carbon fly in alpha plate crap, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't think that's how you pronounce it. I'm pretty sure that is not a model of shoe. But I'm intrigued to see where this goes, so please continue. Yeah, yeah, I'm, like I say, how much are they? About over 200 quid. 200, yeah. 250 quid. <laughs> Even yeah. I've seen people commenting on, on Instagram and Facebook about them having been discounted at the minute. And even with discount, they come to like 180 quid. The yeah. pair I wear are 36 pounds, right? And they last me <laughs> 700, 700 miles. Yeah, I know they're only supposed to last 300, but I make them last. I'm a tight horse, I make them last. Yeah. All these elite athletes yeah, smashing world records, there's a reason. It's cheating, isn't it? They might as well put bloody springs in the in feet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, Jesus. People buy them for PBs, right? It's a load of old rubbish. They buy them to cheat. Right, you're in a good mood you want, today, aren't you? Yeah, if you want a PB, run faster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a short ass. I'm five foot five. Yeah. My legs have to turn over quicker than yours do. <laughs> so what they need to do is do that. Make the legs go faster instead of buying these yeah. bloody expensive shoes that have got springs in them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I mean, I do, but I'll be honest, mate. I, I don't care. I, I, I couldn't. So I, I've just ranted like that for all this time, and you're just not yeah, bothered. So I, I want somebody on. Do we know somebody that is bothered? Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Jack's into his shoes. Jack, are you on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on. And um, what? Matthew, I mean, what do you mean they're they're pointless? You can't first, get the miles out of them. First of all, where, where did you spring from? <laughs> I, I always <laughs> listening. Yeah, oh. I, I'm like a little fly on the wall listening to you lot chat away. Oh. And I'm obviously the big fan, a big Nike fanboy. There, oh. There's all the facts behind it of how good they are. I've ran in them. I want to buy. I'm saving up for the the big big pair, but I've ran in them before. Got PBs. What's the big big pair? I've got the Zoom. I've got the Zoom Fly Freeze at the moment, but I'm saving oh. up for the Alpha Flies. And how much are they? Ran the two hundred and sixty pound. Jesus Christ! I can buy about six pairs of bloody shoes with that. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah yeah you can buy you can buy loads of yours but I'll, I'll get a quicker pb in mine what were your pb before you wore these shoes well, I did the. I took three minutes off my ten k pb. There you go. Seven, got springs in them. <laughs> in seven, seven minutes off my half marathon pb. Oh man! They do make your feet hurt because they're a little bit rigid, but they're so much better than your thirty six pound pair of <laughs> Adidas car boot shoes that you wear. <laughs> the only the, the only way I'd wear them is if uh, if somebody bought me a pair. To be fair. <laughs> If if Kipchoge if Kipchoge could run quick in your little car boot shoes, he would have done. But you've got these techno this technology here. Football players, engineers with springs is what they are. Look can at I, can, I, can I just interrupt, chaps? I'm pretty sure Kipchoge can run quicker than Matt barefoot. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think the shoes he's wearing is particularly important. There you but go. I also, mean... Can I also point out the fact that Matt has just pointed out there that the only reason he doesn't like them is because because he's cheap. <laughs> if someone bought him a pair, he'd he'd be he'd be the number one spokesman for Vaporfly. <laughs> Here you go, Matt. Matt, if you had them, they'd make you feel taller because when you'd be running, you're bounced up a little bit. I'm sold. Where do I buy a pair? So it'll put, it'll put you high up. And I'll tell you what, when I see you, I'll bring mine along. You can have a little try in them and you'll fall in love. shoes on me. <laughs> well, yeah, I have, to, I have to shorten them down a bit, maybe cut them in half for your kid uh. size. But football players, football balls, they've improved. It's technology mm -hmm. well you've not sold it to me yet but if you, you buy know, it, you know you know it's I, the right thing to do jack you're fighting an uphill battle he's got no basis for his argument other than the fact that he doesn't want to spend I've, a lot of money yeah on I've, got, I've got kids to see. I've got family. Yeah. You've, got, you've got no kids jack you can spend that on all that money i'm just a tight i'll still, still be buying them when i have a family i've had this discussion <laughs> with my girlfriend i said i'm getting as many shoes as i want <laughs> uh, however, interesting argument. Uh, let, let's well, let's stick a poll on the old on the old social media, shall we? Uh, so you know, carbon plate shoes. You know, the vape, vape flies, alpha flies. Are they worth it? Are they not? Let's see what the public think. Let's see if everyone agrees with Jack or if they agree with the tiny angry man in the corner. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> on my side. I, I promise you. We'll see. Uh, moving on. Uh, would you rather? All right. We're going to launch. So, just for context, um, we did a uh, poll on it because I'll be honest, I couldn't think of another would you rather. I had a bit of a mind for the brain fart this week. So, I put it out there for uh, uh, to, to ask people if if they'd suggest a good would you rather to try and stump Matt's little brain. And, <laughs> Not um, and we got we got some pretty good responses. So, I thought rather than just picking one, um, and I'll say some thank yous at the end for people who've who've submitted. Um, I thought maybe I think we could do a bit of a quick fire round of would you rather's, Matt? What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm up for that, yeah. All right, let's go then. So, would you rather run in the cold of winter or the heat of summer? Summer. Yeah. Mm, heat really? of summer. Mm, I prefer summer. Mm, it's just, like just warmer, isn't it? Like red hot, like crap. Yeah, I, I prefer that. You get a suntan. You can, you know. Yeah, I love it. I love the summer. I know a lot of people like the winter, don't they? Because it's it, you get warmed up into it. But no, summer for me. Mm, I disagree. Winter. <laughs> just just put layers on, can't you? Mm. Uh, would you rather run twenty six point two miles in your underwear uh, without chafing cream, or run barefoot? Underwear without chafing cream or barefoot? Yeah. Jeez, that's a tough one. Nobody wants to see me in my underwear, do they? <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's the problem, though. To be honest, barefoot, <laughs> barefoot, one hundred percent. Have you have you ever had bad chafage? Yeah, oh yes, oh it's, yeah. Mm. It's the, there is nothing worse. 
Well, at, least, at least you won't get nipple chafing, though. We have no, uh, no T-shirt on. But top on, that's true. That is true. But I think crotch chafing trumps nipple chafing. Mm. Uh, yeah, definitely. Speaking of, speaking of Trump, one of our more interesting <laughs> ones. Would you rather run a marathon three-legged with Donald Trump or run an <laughs> ultra alongside Piers Morgan? Ooh, two, two figures there that are uh, controversial, aren't they? That uh, some people like them and some people don't. Uh, I'd say Donald Trump, to be honest. I think he'd be a right laugh to go <laughs> on a marathon. <laughs> he'd laugh to run a three-legged race. <laughs> yeah, you'd have, to, you'd have to go on sunbeds before, wouldn't you? Otherwise, you'd look... <laughs> yeah, it'd make you look pretty pasty. Yeah, it'd keep you entertained, wouldn't it? You might, you might even get a second-place finish because they'll have all CIA guys, won't you? Making sure you don't... Uh, you Suit, don't... Suited everyone that's in front of you. <laughs> Podium finish. Uh, right, yeah, no, fair. I think, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know, Donald Trump's pretty despicable, but Piers Morgan said something really horrible about vegans on Twitter the other day, so he's on my shit list at the minute. <laughs> um, uh, would you uh, rather, <laughs> this one's a good one, uh, would you rather date David Beckham with Victoria's face or Victoria <laughs> Beckham with David's face? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Can, can you say neither? No. Nope. <laughs> Although Becker's quite a, a pretty man, isn't he? He's a, quite a good-looking, handsome chap. He is a handsome and chap. Victoria's body. Well, <laughs> it depends. I'm it saying depends. nothing more. My, 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 Donna listens to this. <laughs> what's, what's more off-putting to you, stubble or a penis? <laughs> <laughs> I could probably cope with stubble. <laughs> do, do anyway. <laughs> So you're going, for, going for what? Victoria with David's face? Yes, yeah. I'll tell Beautiful you man. Yes, that's what I said. Yes. Okay, and uh, last but not least, this is my absolute favourite. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? A <laughs> hundred duck-sized horses? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to imagine a hundred duck-sized horses, bro. <laughs> Well, That's just, quite comical, isn't it? Yeah, imagine you're just running around Rother Valley Lake, and but the ducks are horses. <laughs> oh, wow. I, uh, I'd be able to ride them, wouldn't I? <laughs> what, the ducks? No, the horses. The horses, yeah, the, the, the duck-sized horses. You'd be able to, if you ride one. Am I fighting them, did you say? Yeah, you're fighting them. How are you going to befriend them? That's the plan to... They want to fight you, so how are you going to end up riding one? How are you going to end up king of the tiny horses? <laughs> King of the tiny horses. I'd, I'd run one up and then herd them like sheep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, the, a, a horse-sized duck. Wow, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It would. I think it'd be pretty scary, to be honest. Because ducks, pref- ducks are mean as well. But, but, yeah, but, but again, if, if you tried to tame it, I know it wants to fight, but if you, if you get around to taming it, it'd be like Lord of the Rings, wouldn't it? You'd be able to fly it around. <laughs> I'd be the hobbit on it. <laughs> The dragon. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I was about to be really mean and be like, ducks can't fly, you idiot. Then I realised, yeah, they can. <laughs> You're thinking of chickens, Rob. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. I reckon maybe tiny horses. Mm. Boots my way, couldn't you? It's a lot, though. They'd swarm you. That's one that I think you lose either way, don't you? Okay, so uh, good, good. That was fun. So thank you to Harry likes to run, JJ runs for mine, Neil Pacey, and of course, a bit of an exclusive for you. This dad can run, Austin Shepherd, who is going to be our guest next week. He submitted nice. the uh, 
David and Victoria Beckham one. So that was a good one. A little prelude to, to, to where his brain goes <laughs> for what our chat's going to be like next week. Um, it's a bit of a silly show so far, Mackie. It does. Uh, should we uh, should we t- should we talk about some actual running for, with someone for a while? Yeah. Um, should we get over have a, a chat with Rav? Yes, let's do it. Rav, hi. How's it going? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for asking. It's a Sunday, just done my long run, so a little bit tired, but fine. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, loads to get through. Really interested, really excited for this chat today. Um, to start, though, I ask this question to everybody. If we could just launch straight into it. That's <laughs> okay. um, can you tell everyone a little bit about how you got into running? Oh, gosh, yes. Um, so this is me who... Uh... I was the little fat girl uh, at school. I hated sports. I hated PE lessons. And if I could like fake an injury and sit out of like PE classes, then I can guarantee you I had every possible like excuse to not do PE. Um, Sports day was my favorite day of the year because it meant that I could, no one would pick me to obviously do anything. I could sit on the field with my mates and we would just go to the top (laughs) shop and eat all day. It was brilliant. Running for me was like, I didn't even own a pair of flat shoes until like, I don't know, way after the kids were born and stuff. So, uh, apart from like flip-flops maybe. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't start running probably until, I think I, I started running when I was about 36, um, but on a treadmill in the gym. And uh, it helped, you know, I started document, and that's when I joined Instagram. So I kind of thought, oh, do you know what? This running gig, I can't do it. I don't like running. I don't want anyone to see me running. So I used to go to the gym with my mum and it was a hotel gym. So it was quite, there's a bit of a snobbery and exclusivity. But the fact was no one else was in there. You don't even have hotel guests in there after, say, nine o'clock. So we'd rock up uh, at nine, nine thirty and we'd do like a session in the gym. And I found that I quite liked the whole concept of running this 5K. Um, and I started to get a little bit faster and I stopped having to walk in between and stuff. So I guess it's like a unofficial couch to 5K. And then um, I was talking to uh, a family member <laughs> who is not a family member anymore. Okay, um, yes. <laughs> well, it worked well around that. Let's move on. <laughs> yes, I'm probably really diplomatic. They won't listen to this, so it's fine. No, no. Um, but yeah, he had started um, a diet regime and you know big lad and he'd lost like a ton of weight in like a matter of weeks and made a bit of a jibe really to kind of say oh well I'm not being funny but like whatever you're doing isn't working because you look at the state of you and you know what a little bit of it it hurt Mm -hmm. and it hurt because you know what he was actually right because when I was going to the gym yeah I, I did this run but most of the time I was probably not really pushing it you know like you're on your phone for a bit texting your mate take a few selfies and all that other stuff um yeah so then it kind of bit me a little bit and I thought ah, oh, I don't like this and then he just said oh running on the treadmill isn't real running anyway because the treadmill is pushing you forward so actually unless you're on an incline it's not a run and it, yeah, again so when someone tells me I can't do something my brain automatically goes into do you know what? I'm going to prove you wrong now so I thought, okay, I'm going to change my diet a little bit and I'm going to prove to him that I don't need to go on a wacko diet, which by the way, he's put all the weight back on now. 
but um, and I, I have take that. just gonna say, um, and then um, I thought, okay, do you know what? I need to run outside. But then this whole anxiety side of me, which doesn't exist in any other walk of my life, because I'm very happy to go and present in front of 200 people. I've done it at the National Gallery and at the ICC in Birmingham. I'm really happy presenting in front of people. I really enjoy it. Ask me, however, to run outside in a public where other human beings may potentially see me. And suddenly I just wanted to be in this little bubble. Um, so I forced myself outside. And uh, I think I, someone had asked me recently about her, I think I, because I post used it as a post on Instagram a long while ago. And, you know, it was like, I had my cap on, a really baggy t-shirt, very loose clothes. And I started running in the dark until I got to a point where I felt a little bit more comfortable. So I used to run before sunrise. Um, and it just made me kind of feel that actually, I love that post run feeling. Um, and I never used to run every day. I just started running uh, a few times a week. And then um, I came across this beautiful flower called Isabella. And Isabella was related to someone that I knew. And she was suffering from a really rare form of cancer called neuroblastoma. And everyone was like, oh, we're going to do a 5K to raise money for Izzy. And I was thinking, but I run a 5K. A 5K is just basic. The only reason I run 5K, I'm just going to be really simplistic here. Uh, it's the loop of my village. I'm really lazy. Most days I'm going to be super lazy and I will just run around the village because, you know, it doesn't, I feel like I'm going in a loop and I'll come back home again. So that's where the 5K came from. And I thought, I can't ask people to sponsor me. I'm running three times a week. I already run 5K. No one's going to sponsor me to run 5K. So, um, I set myself a mini challenge and I decided to run 65 5Ks but over 12 weeks, which meant I had to run a minimum of five times a week, which was a stretch for me. And um, yeah, I met Izzy and she became my reason to run. And I fundraised for Izzy several times. That's where Run With Rav originally started from before I started Run Streaking. My original one was for Izzy and the second one was for Izzy to just basically help pay for some of her treatment. I mean, she was 11 and the most beautiful flower you can possibly imagine. I visited her in hospitals so many times and she came to visit me when she was out of hospital at work and stuff. And she gave me this extra lease of life. I was just like, do you know what? I just want to do stuff to help make you more comfortable and see if we can pay for this treatment. Unfortunately, Izzy passed away last May and it really hit me hard because I was already quite a lot through the run streak that I've got at the moment um but do you know what I every massive achievement I've made in my running I always say thank you to Izzy because without her I don't believe I'd be a runner today because it, it was doing the 5k you know five times a week that made me realize I could run and not need a massive recovery in between each run and all that other stuff. But it also got me into a real habit and I started to really enjoy it. And then I started running a little bit further. So yeah, sorry, that's a really elongated explanation of, I got into running to prove a point, realized I really loved it, lost some weight, got a a like a huge amount of satisfaction out of that post run feeling. I felt fitter. I get, I'm quite creative with a lot of the work that I do. So 
I problem solve on runs you know sometimes if I'm not listening to anything I when I'm running in the morning or in the evening it, you're mulling over that idea and suddenly something comes out of nowhere and you're like oh, that's it that's going to work and that's going to be brilliant so I think yeah for my mental health the I, I have heard I'm much nicer at home if uh, <laughs> after a run. After a run, um, sometimes it's even been said to me. I think you just need to go for a run. Maybe you should go now. <laughs> even the kids have said, "Mummy, maybe you." Need to go. So I'm kind of thinking there is a definite link between my mood um, and the runs. And I can't say that every run is super happy. You know, I've cried on runs. I'm not ashamed to say that when I am feeling really low. I don't often get very low, but when I have felt really low, I will cry on a run on a trail where no one can see me mm. and just dump all of those crazy thoughts and those feelings and those emotions or whatever's frustrated me. Often it's frustration at the situation that, I, you know, doesn't quite work. Yeah. Uh, and then I leave it on that pavement and I leave it on that trail and then that's it. It's done. I think, uh, yeah. And, and and you say it's an elongated story, but I think it's a great one because I, I certainly feel that, particularly the story around Izzy really does encapsulate for me my my view of you from uh, from a running perspective because you were one of the first people that I engaged with on social media when I started my running account and your story which by proxy was let's face it Izzy's story yeah, was, yeah. was 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 the thing that captivated me the most so it's lovely to hear you tell it in that detail having seen it as a third party and I'm sure a lot of people will agree um you've alluded a couple of times to the run streak which is now not too far away from a thousand days if I'm reading my notes correctly tell me all about how it came about (laughs) oh my god okay so actually it does roll on from Izzy quite nicely in some ways because I'd finished this crazy challenge of doing the 12 weeks of doing 5k's and that took me to sort of like the middle of January uh, middle of December and I was like oh I've really enjoyed this running stuff um I wonder if I could find another challenge to do something that will just keep you know I'm not being funny I didn't think this running gig was going to last this long I thought I'm not going to stick to this exercise thing. I'm quite into fad stuff and my attention span is not the greatest and something else will rock up. You know, I was swimming for ages. So I was called the little mermaid at the gym because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there aren't that many brown girls that swim in my gym. But, you know, (laughs) so yeah, it was like, oh, this, I need to find a challenge. And because I was on Instagram, what was really nice about Instagram was, and I, I do believe there's a huge positive element of social media that exists out there I'm lucky to be connected with lovely people like you and so many others that inspire my timeline but uh, a lot of people back then and I didn't have a lot of followers and I wasn't following anyone in particular right you know like not lots of people but everyone that I was following was suddenly talking about this thing called red january and I'm like hello like what, what's this red january thing you guys are all hopping on about and they had these cool red t-shirts because they all knew about it and had signed up properly and had and red's my favorite color so I was like okay I want the t-shirt and the t-shirts are sold out and what is this thing and you have a calendar on your back like hello what am I doing <laughs> I want some of that. sign me up before I even know what it is <laughs> and I'm also really competitive um in ev- most things I'm, I'm not going to say everything I do realize I have I am human I have limitations <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kipchoge, your your record is safe. Concede, concede that one. <laughs> that one. I don't even think I could do a five k as fast as he can do a marathon. <laughs> I know. But um, yeah, so I was like, oh, you know what? 
I, I want to take part in this red January thing, but um, I started on the 31st, so I started on New Year's Eve. And then, because I am stupid, I waited for everyone else to finish on my timeline that was doing red January, and everyone did a few days extra, which was great. And then I decided to do a few extra days on top so that I had, I think it was 37 days or 39 days, I can't remember, which isn't a huge run streak, but to me, I was like, I'm such a badass. I've actually got a run streak. I never thought I could do this. And and each one was 5K because I guess, again, it's just around the village. Um, and I thought, yes, this, this feels really good. There was a huge sense of like achievement, like I've done something. Um, and I loved following the Red January story. And then soon after, and every every January since, I'm now really good friends with Hannah, who runs Red January. Um, we ran a couple of weeks ago, and we, she was talking about what she's doing this January. So I'm super excited about her plans. Um, the fact it's, you know, it encourages people to get active every day rather than run every day means that it's getting bigger every year. So yeah, that, that was kind of like where the first run streak happened. And then I started running uh, most days. I tried to do as many days in a row as I could, but then um, sometimes, you know, you have the odd day off because of like work life just got in the way. And then I, okay, so you may remember this, Rob. There was, I used to tell stories in all of my posts um, and my village, cause I run in the dark often, I used to call it Murdersville. Yeah. And uh, there was always, there was the Aldi carrier bag that I used to, that I pretended was Casper the ghost because it freaked <laughs> me out one morning. Yeah. With a gust of wind, I thought it was a human or a ghost and it turned out to be a carrier bag. You know, it's really stupid stuff. Um, and then I used to see this guy every morning with a dog who I really, really ingeniously called man with dog. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and man with, a man without dog is actually <laughs> now an Instagram friend called uh, no, not man without dog. The tall leprechaun is actually a guy that I'm now friends with on Instagram. Right. Okay. Um, and he'll laugh when he hears this because he'll know exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's Matt Runs. I can't remember his exact handle, mm. but he does loads of. Marathons. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, pop, we'll, we'll, we'll put it on the feed. But man, but yeah, this guy called Man with Dog was running in opposite direction to me every day, and again, he did a 5k. So we'd cross paths sometimes twice in a row. And then one day he must have realized actually we're both on Strava, but because if you run in opposite directions, you can't work out who the other person is, right? And it's normally 5.30 in the morning. So, and it's pitch black. It's gonna be a bit weird if he stops and asks me who I am or if I stopped and asked him. He ran the same way as me one day. So we ended up connecting and he was doing this run streak. And the following day we arranged to stop wherever we bumped into each other. And he was like, hi, my name's Scott, blah, blah, blah. Milo is his dog. Um, and he's like, he was like, oh, I'm on run streak day 901, I think he was on. Yeah. I'm like, hello, what, what is this? This is insane, you can't run for that long. What's happened to your knees? You know, people say you can't run every day for this long. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I've been doing 5K a day, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, oh, so what's your, what's the most amount of days you've run for? And I was like, 37, 39 days. And he was like, okay, well, why don't you do this? Why don't you virtually join me? I mean, we've run together quite a few times. He's just too living fast. Yeah. But, um, he goes, why don't you virtually join me and run up to 100 and see, uh, run up to my day 1,000? I'm like, I don't think I can do 100 days. Go on, Rav, it'll be easy. Okay, fine. He goes, get to 50 and then see if you can do more. All right, then. And then I started running 
and then unfortunately it hasn't stopped <laughs> <laughs> and it's three years later <laughs> three years later on one day like i think today is day 948 i think i don't know i've got 945 but i'm possibly gonna have to I'm sure, yeah i could i'm not entirely sure you you could be more, do you know how i check to see what that um i'm signed up onto the international run streakers association Oh, and right, that's thing. There is a thing. It's so <laughs> awesome. And, like, you've got people that have been doing it for, like, 40 years, whatever. So I'm, like, this tiny – and you have to be doing it for at least a year before they'll accept you onto their register. Right, okay. Yeah, it's a proper elite. thing. It's, it's, I was like, oh, my God, this thing is crazy. But, yeah, I often go on there just to check, like, what day am I on? Because I actually don't know anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's uh, – that's how sorry, sorry, yeah, no, I didn't mean to interrupt. One of the things that, because I, you, you are the the run streak lady to me. That is always <laughs> like I know that you see people on. It's 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 a thing, run streaks, and and, and lots of people do them. But yeah. I think you've probably been doing your it's nine hundred and fifty days. Yeah, you've probably been doing it ever since I've known you. So, um, you that that for me is when I think run streak, I think rap straight away. So. <laughs> Um, and, and it is a big part of your running journey. It's a big part of your motivation and why you run. And we talked a little bit when before we started recording about that and about how that is important to you because things like parkrun, because things like races, that's not yes. your bag. Um, do you want to talk to me a little bit about that? Because when we talk, I thought it was really interesting when we were talking. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about something that half of your listeners will hate me instantaneously. <laughs> and the other half, I'm hoping there are a few that it may resonate with. I, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure. Um, so my disclaimer here before I start is I absolutely love the concept of parkrun. I think it's wonderful that so many people get so much out of it. I love the fact that people from different ages and abilities are able to use it. And I've seen the benefits myself and how much a lot of my own uh, Instagram running friends get out of um, going to parkrun. So, and you know, junior parkrun too, the fact that it gets kids running is absolutely epic and I'm all for that. However, um, as we were talking about earlier, parkrun doesn't work for me. And there's a couple of reasons. So parkrun is on too late for me to fit into my work-life family balance. On a Saturday morning, I'd be running at about six, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm back home before eight. I'm uh, showered, dressed, the kids are up, breakfast. So by the time parkrun would even start, we're probably even out of the house on certain, most Saturdays or, you know, the kids are doing stuff. And even during lockdown, we've, you know, it's their time. I'm not home very often. I don't have a lot of spare time. They don't see me that much. They kind of see me in snippets even during lockdown. So Saturdays and Sundays are theirs. And I try not to do socially type stuff if I, unless I can help it, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so that's one reason why I don't do parkrun. The second reason I don't do it is because when I first started running, as I kind of said to you before, that the whole concept of mentally trying to get into my head that I had to run outside, the fact that I had to, it kind of filled, filled me with this crazy anxiety of like other human beings, like other human beings that probably don't give a monkeys if I'm running outside. I see other runners and you know, I don't really bat an eyelid other than like if they've got a cool pair of trainers on. Or, or if I'm trying to figure out what pace they're running at or whatever. <laughs> but I was only as a runner now. 
but if I was driving before, I wouldn't have even registered that there was another human on the road, let alone have thought maybe that, you know, in my in my head, I'm thinking I'm running, I'm putting myself out there and other people can see me. I'm already body conscious. I don't I don't need this extra pressure of other humans seeing me. So yeah, the whole concept of rocking up to park run where there are really established runners, you know, really speedy runners, really slow runners, really, you know, mums with their dads with their buggies and buggy running and all that kind of stuff. It's a real mixed bag. The the fact I would see other humans and they would see me in running clothes actually made me feel quite sick. And it took um, some very lovely friends until last year uh, to convince me to even run a race. So to this day, in the real world, I've actually only run three races. One was a 5K, one was a 10K, one was a half, and the next one was going to be a full marathon. So I was always ever going to, uh, although I was then did subsequently put local landmarks as my half marathon in sub, in between, but that got cancelled. So in the real world, I'm, I'm not like huge on races. I love the atmosphere. I love meeting everyone, which is great. Um, uh, the pre-race, post-race uh, selfie brigade is awesome. I love, you know, it's, it's where you get to, you get really hyped up. And I do like the fact that it pushes me. So every race has pushed me um, to do better than I thought I was going to do. But yeah, I, uh, even now, sometimes the whole race thing can make me feel a little bit like, ee, but I'm less, I care less if other humans see me now, yeah. if that makes sense. It, it does. It does. But ultimately, I think the, the, the main thing for me getting out of, of what you're saying is that I, 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 a lot of people must feel that way. You know, we all have body issues. We all have self-confidence issues. And it would be really upsetting to think that, you know, the presence of conversations around parkrun races, all those kind of things that are so um, present on social media that mm. that might put somebody off from running all together so I think you're a great example of well no I don't run 20 races a year no I've not got 100 part runs under my belt but still look at what I can achieve and and that's, yeah. that's and I think we all have to take positives of what works for us um, you know for some people parkrun is an integral part of their training cycle so they will sandwich it in between their long runs for example and I think it's awesome and it works but just for me as, on a personal basis it doesn't work it's just not for um, and it's yeah it's just not for me yeah. um, and you know that may change at some point in the future but for now for how I am I like and this is going to sound really weird to people that are probably listening I actually really enjoy my own company. I don't yeah. often end up on my own and I treasure those moments of silence. Yeah, and there's so, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Matt. Hello. We're going to take a bit of a break from Rabbit, that's okay, because I just wanted to talk about something very quickly with you, if you don't mind. Yeah. So do you remember last week I was talking about how Alex did that 3K run that was chick-timed and he got a medal and it was really good? Oh, yeah, Curly's, was it? Curly's, it was. So after I did it, I had a little bit of a think and I thought, given what I found out about Curly's as a company, yes, but maybe I should have talked about them a little bit more than just saying they did one really good race. So I thought mm. what we do is, is circle round and just have a little bit of a chat about them, if that's all right with you. Do you know much about them? Uh, not, no, not really. I know they do a few a virtual races and they've had some races cancelled. That's about it. 
Yeah. So basically, they're based out of Yorkshire. Do a lot of races in kind of the Yorkshire area. But what's cool about Curleys is they're very community and charity focused. So right. basically, ten percent of all their revenue goes to various charities. They oh, do yes. uh, tons of races, different distances, different kind of um, disciplines as well. They're all, all, all different sorts of stuff. Run loads of awards for what they do, including they actually do a five k through the Yorkshire Wildlife Park. Oh which wow. Is, which is a That'd bit cool. quite interesting, yeah. yeah fancy doing that. So the reason I wanted to talk about them is obviously the fact that they've had to cancel the rest of the 2020 calendar means that they're going to take a big hit. Yes. But given the fact that they do a lot of sport charities, those charities are going to take a hit as well. Mm-hmm. However, they still have a ton of virtual races that are going on for the rest of this year. Oh, nice one. So they've got a Brig Poppy 10K, the Doncaster 10K, the Great Sprout Sh- Scuttle, uh, the Elf Yourself Family 3K, brilliant name, and the even better name, Christmas theme, Rudolph Revenge 10K. <laughs> nice. I think uh, I've seen these uh, these uh, virtual medals on, on Instagram and stuff anyway. Yeah. They're, they're quite, quite pretty, aren't they? They are, yeah. Medals, you get T-shirts as well. So you, yeah, get, look, you get all the swag you'd normally get still. It's a virtual race. I know virtual races aren't everybody's bag, but given the charitable cause, I think it's a, a really good one to sign up for if you're at a bit of a loss and fancy uh, testing yourself before the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. And especially to get them them bisport medals, they look quite cool. Yeah, 100%. So curliesathletes.co.uk is the website. If you fancy going over and having a look, guys, please do so. Get yourself signed up to a virtual event. Help out the company who are great. Help out the charities who are great as well. And yeah, set yourself some challenges before the end of the year. <laughs> I've I've just seen another one as well, another medal. When in doubt, Brussels sprout. <laughs> that's yes. another one of the races they've got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the great sprout scuttle. Which is oh, a, wow. a, that medal's brilliant. Thing. Yeah, yeah, very so, good. Yeah, check them out. Find, look for yourself and uh, and and see some of the great stuff Curlies are doing. Right. Okay. So you've talked about the run streak you've talked about the 5k loops you've talked about how that's been your routine for so many years now but that has all changed in the last <laughs> couple of months hasn't it so you have you have gone from being a 5k a day runner to i'm just gonna smash out three marathons in about a month so what what has happened tell me about this tell me about london new york chicago the virtuals just what went on in your head to make that decision to change do you know i all good, all good decisions end up starting, I believe, in the park, involving some alcohol on a sunny day with a few friends. And um, I can remember it very vividly. We'd been doing some bucket shaking for spinal research um, and post bucket shake. It was a beautiful day. And I think we, we might have been, I can't remember if we were at Westminster or, if, or where we were, St. James's Park, I can't remember. But we went into St. James's Park post Uh, the bucket shake and it was a beautiful day so I brought my picnic blanket because I carry a picnic blanket with me at all times you never know when you're going to need it yeah and it was lunchtime so you know may have had like a gin or two also sound planning exactly like it was quite quite cool um um, I was sitting with a couple of my friends in the park and um we were just talking about stuff and they had ran London last year and I'd gone to cheer them on and I'd got the most awesome, like, golden ticket once I was in, like, one of those little boxes that was right near the finish line. I had major FOMO because everybody I knew off Instagram was running last year. And ev- so on my dots, you know, on the tracker, my tracker was so jam-packed full, I couldn't have told you who was where because <laughs> it, the blobs were everywhere. So um, 
yeah I had this whole kind of it ignited something in me anyway I just thought oh there's some I don't think I'd run at that point anything long uh, further than about 10k but something kind of clicked in me and I thought oh I don't know there's something about this marathon thing I want to feel I felt amazing in that box high-fiving total strangers watching the elites go past crying with someone that was a total stranger sitting next to me about their family member that just ran past and stuff and I thought I want and seeing other people's kids you know and I thought I want my kids to experience me on the other side but I also want to be on the other side too I want my kids to feel really proud um so yeah it kind of it was sitting there in the background gnawing at me a little bit and then um yeah my mates Robin and Al were just talking to me about so Robin uh, works as head of fundraising at Spinal Research and Al is running Mr Jones and is a an ambassador for Spinal Research and we were just having a bit of a chat and they were like why don't you why don't we just why don't we just sign you up to some races and then before I knew this 5k and 10k had appeared and then this half marathon had appeared and then um this full marathon place appeared out of nowhere so this is what happens when you have friends that have the power high places yeah to do stuff and I was like I just said yes because I thought if I don't say yes and before I knew it Robin had gone back to the office sent me all the stuff I had signed it so before the end of that day before the alcohol had actually worn off <laughs> I was already signed up to four races um so yeah the training for the half uh, which was Royal Park's half which was my only half but that was the first time I'd run a half marathon ever even in training uh, was awesome it was the most I love that race I've I got a ballot place to run it this year but obviously it didn't happen oh I can't I mean it was mud fest but uh training for the half um I started following a training plan which you know it's foreign to me I'm like I'll only do 5k and maybe sometimes 10 um but I'd ran the 10 ASICS 10k in July and got a PB because Robin and Al had paced me, which was really cool with them. And um, I was like, okay, so let's let's follow a proper training plan. And but a proper training plan doesn't cater for run streakers. So there is a day where it says do CrossFit or rest. But on that day, I just don't tell it that I've done a run. So it was <laughs> so it was it was planning it was, it was my training plan for six days a week. Uh, which really helped actually and it gave me a bit of discipline and then having to do intervals and having to do I live it's hilly here I have no choice but to do hills but it brought structure and with the structure started to come with this self-belief that actually I'm I, I can do this eight mile run and I can do this nine mile run oh I'm not falling apart and I'm able to like push myself and then yeah training for London and then that all stopped so I think I got up to 18 miles in February. Oh, so you, you you stopped and then you had to start all over again for the virtual. Yeah, so I got to 18 miles and then obviously they said it wasn't happening for obvious reasons. I'm not going to lie, I'm really glad it didn't happen, even even if COVID hadn't happened, because uh, if I had run it then, I'm a different runner today than or last week when I ran it on Sunday. My running has improved leaps and bounds over lockdown um I wouldn't have got not nor the time nor the recovery nor the you know I, I probably would have done it at least an hour slower than I did it this time and that's just me being really honest I I know where my ability was I was pushing myself but I, 
I got injured a couple of times on those training runs and it scared me quite a lot. Um, so yeah, then I signed up to do a few virtuals and um, I just thought, this sounds like a really good, you know, when you have friends that are doing stuff, this is my problem. I have friends that do stuff and then they say, what do you think of this? Don't you think it's a good idea? My inability to say, no, this is stupid. I think actually <laughs> that's impossible. Yeah, let's do it. So yeah. as so as things stand at the moment, you're around London and yeah. I don't want to go into it in too much detail, Raph, because you'll make me cry because I cried <laughs> watching your videos. And we've got a WhatsApp group with the whole team and about four people said, yeah, yeah, we cried as well. When are you interviewing Raph? Don't cry, Rob. Um, <laughs> so but but fair play to you that it was so inspirational and well done to you. So London happened as of us recording this today, you've just boshed out Chicago virtual this morning and then you and you got a PB so well done <laughs> what, what what was the final time 427 was it 427 yeah incredible especially on a virtual especially on a virtual so well done you and then before this goes out you'll have also just just banged out another 26.2 for New York won't you yeah, do you know what? I actually, I'm really excited about New York and I'll tell you why. So today when I ran, I wasn't sure if I was going to, I think I said to you before, A, I wasn't sure if I was going to do it. As of last night, I was like, do you know what? Leave it. I'd already signed up to do a half marathon for today with a charity called Love From. I've worked in Birmingham uh, for 16 years. I worked in Birmingham and I, I've, I absolutely adore the city. Um I call myself an adopted Brummy. I was highly affiliated with um, a charity called Love Brum, so I, I always try and raise their profile as much as possible. I mean, it's only putting it into the, you know, so other people can see it, and then you just never know if they get a few more fundraising, uh, fun, you know, people end up yeah. sending money and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I was always going to be doing the Love Brum half today regardless and then when Chicago an opportunity came up for me to potentially take part in Chicago I was like oh yes I, I quite like this idea but um yeah as of last night I was like do you know what I think the marathon's beyond me I felt fine on yesterday's run but mentally I think I just hadn't the excitement of last week was so high I mean I don't know if you saw but like my neighbors came out and they cheered me I had a proper finish those line yeah. You know, it felt like an event. That did help the tears, to be honest, but carry on, yeah. <laughs> I made so many people cry. Tears, I'm an idiot. I, I mean, I did cry today, but I didn't record a video. I'm just saying. <laughs> I did cry today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I thought everyone's had enough of me now. Stop hopping <laughs> on about this moment. But yeah, no, so today I knew there was going to be no hype. I knew there was going to be no support. I hadn't told anyone because I didn't want to set myself up for a fall because I hate failing and I know it's not failing but it's it would have been a failure but this morning I was up at three I was wide awake I was ready to go um and I just thought no I'll run a half see how I'm feeling at a half but I'm also stupid because I run out and back so if I'm going to run a half and I've gone out 13 odd miles I've got to come back home right so yeah. it was going to happen but I changed my route a little bit today and I, I knew last week I hit blockers at 16 and 22, where I was lucky because I had friends to ring. Um, all called me, which was, they also, because they were tracking on the app, the new world. But yeah, today was just like, I just was like, there's going to be no hype. I'm going to come back home. I had 
shopping to do. So I was in Asda like an hour after I'd finished. Um, you know, and like kids and all sorts of other stuff to do. So yeah, today was insane. I I'm actually gonna put it out there. I enjoyed today's marathon so much. Oh my god, it was like my legs went into autopilot. My breathing was really good. Um, I took like I'm annoyed because my moving time is 4:18, and I finished on 4:27. I had three loo breaks. I'm drinking a lot of water at the moment. I mean, like, how am I going to get rid of this water? There, there were lots of bushes on my route. I was fine, but you know what I mean. I'm like, I need to find a way to evaporate this water. Maybe I need to sweat more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I was so like when I got. And you know what's really sorry? I'm talking really fast now it's because okay. I'm really excited because I'm still digesting what happened this morning. Um, my last five k, I had negative splits. Wow. And they were my fastest miles out of the entire marathon. Yeah. So to what, finish that strong. What happened to me today? I have no idea, but I'm really excited about New York now because I should hopefully have a little bit longer. So New York opens, I think, tomorrow for two weeks. Oh no, maybe next Sunday for two weeks. I can't remember. But I've got a little bit more of a window to do New York. So whether I do it next week or the week after, I just feel like I'm in a good place. And I, I actually think because of the run streak maybe my recovery time is better so like I didn't struggle so much on the Monday yep. run the Tuesday yep. run I felt tired but that's a dom setting in a little bit but uh yesterday I think from Thursday I've been feeling like normal again so I kind of that gave me a bit of encouragement but yeah I don't know maybe this long running thing long distance thing is something I might get into yeah, and, and who knows Kipchoge watch out for that New York time um th there's one more question that I wanted to ask you and I did not want to walk past it it's probably the, the most important important thing that I wanted to cover so I was having a look through some of your old Instagram posts when thinking about what we we're going to talk about today I came yeah. across a post that you made that you put on the 24th of July this year that talked all about representation yeah. Um, in running and how as um, a, a, a British woman of Indian heritage um, how in, in your field in business you know you you get the the it's it's wrong but you get the almost expected um, uh, pressures and, and, and issues that for, for a woman in, in business but that you actually find that in running those struggles and those barriers are even more. So can you just, I would love us to finish by talking about how you're breaking down stereotypes and how you're, um, uh, how you're representing um, in, in running. So can you just talk to me a little bit about all that? Uh, yeah, I'd love to. So when I first started running, I have to admit, I was, uh, so say for example, I'd go into a running shop and even now I'll go into a running shop. Um, and yeah, there are some pictures in some magazines where there might be a little bit of diversity, maybe, maybe. So it's a little bit better than it was, but mainly because everyone's a little bit more aware. Uh, so you might have the odd Afro-Caribbean runner. Uh, you might have, you know, someone of mixed heritage, maybe someone that you can't quite work out where they're from. that looks a little bit Oriental descent, maybe. I'm not sure. But very, very rarely do I ever, ever, ever see an Indian runner in a magazine or say if you went into Nike or ASICS or New Balance or anywhere, my face, my background does not exist. 
I don't believe anyway so um yeah you kind of feel like a bit of an imposter at times and I think that uh, I think I mentioned it maybe in my post the fact that you know we always say oh I'm not a real runner whatever whatever but actually I feel like imposter syndrome sometimes uh sets in and even in my uh my my twitter feed and my uh, instagram feed i mean there are more now um over the last sort of six seven months i think more people have found me as as my own uh personal brand is growing i guess um but the amount of people that end up, i end up having conversations with where they're like do you know what i'm so glad that you're out there and you're representing other asian people because I'm not saying that as an Asian woman we have more barriers, but in a lot of ways we do because, um, say for example, there's a cultural element. So culturally, as an Asian female, you wouldn't of that's a mum, you know, when you've got kids and, and all sorts, and when you're a bit older like me because I'm forty, because it's not like I haven't told the whole entire world. Forty is <laughs> the new twenty-five. Yes, late in years. But um, yeah, there's this whole element of actually when you're when you're uh, Asian and you're female, there is an expectation that if you do have free time, it should be spent, for example, around housework, around domesticated stuff, around looking after, cleaning, whatever. And I'm not saying that's in every household, but there is this generalistic view that actually, yes, if you have free time, you should be dedicating it to something that's to do with the house and the home and the family not spending four hours on a Sunday morning going out for a run for example because there's an element of selfishness there so that's one of the reasons why I try and run before everyone's awake because it then fits into the least amount of disruption possible for everyone around me I mean obviously it disrupts and obviously you know it's not always taken in the best way but I've had this conversation with several other um, runners who are female from Asian descent and we've all got the same thing culturally there is this negative stereotype that's attached to women so if I was younger and single and um, and still brown I, there wouldn't be that there as much um, so say for example this year I think it was May or June was the first time I ever wore shorts ever 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 and I know I'm stressing this but that day that I wore shorts for the first time was actually quite groundbreaking in a lot of ways because there was this thing in the back of my head saying but I shouldn't be showing my legs um, not that anyone has ever said anything to me but culturally I was like this is a lot of flesh that I've got on show you know, so I do, you know, I'm very lucky in a lot of ways. My Instagram feed is full of some really beautiful women. Um, and, you know, there are every now and again, there are lots of bikini pictures that come up and there are lots of pictures of belly buttons and all sorts of other stuff. And it's beautiful. But I couldn't do it because there is this cultural element of me saying, actually, no, I can't, I can't. I can't that's too much, you know, for me. So, yeah, I believe that. Um, I've been helping raise the profile and trying to get more girls from mixed backgrounds or Asian backgrounds into running and, and kind of saying to them, actually, you can do both that, you know, you can juggle family life, you can make that little bit of time for yourself. Um, I love it when different people get in touch in my inbox and they say, actually, you do know what, you inspired me to go out for a run today and I've stuck at it for a few weeks or I've stuck at it for a few months. 
because I know that you're doing it so you're pushing it um and what's even I mean what's nice now is that we've got girls like Taz who is uh this Hijabi runs absolutely adore her to bits um she's really flying the flag and talking about some really interesting uh issues that we come across and you know it's similar to mine in a lot of ways um there's Jevi um who's also another asset both of them are ASICs front runners but Jevi is based I think in Norway Jevi talks a lot about very similar things around actually represent representation matters and it really really does because when you start seeing more people that look like you you start then thinking actually I can do this too so I encourage my girls to run um, and they've come out with me quite a few times. And what was really nice over summer is Asics did a thing called the Weetabix Challenge. And so I had my two girls, my niece, my son and my nephew, and they would come out with me every Sunday and we'd go and run for a bit and then we'd go and explore afterwards. And it got them active and it was brilliant. But um, yeah, and I think there is this whole thing around, I think sometimes people forget that when you do come from a cultural cultural background which looks at women in a certain way, that you are fighting that extra battle to almost be accepted. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And and of course it's it's not something personally that I can relate to in any way, but from hearing you tell the story and um I'm I'm sure that hopefully if if anybody um, from a specific background does hear this story, um I, I, I'm sure would get some inspiration from what you're saying and, and 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 I'm sure would reach out to you because I know full well that you'd be you'd be typing back before they even finish the first message. Um <laughs> Um, so I think we'll probably wrap it up if that's okay with you. We've 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 covered so much ground. Um, what what what's the future hold or what's what's next year looking like for you? London Marathon, I assume. Yeah, yeah definitely. I have a place for London, so that's really exciting. Uh, but that's not until next October. Uh, Royal Parks Half. Whenever that happens, uh, I have a place through the ballot. So whenever that happens, I guess. Uh, they're saying April, but you know, depends on COVID, depends on life. But yeah, I think looking to the future, perhaps not next year, but the year after, there are plans in my brain to do an ultra. Oh, yes, there you go. That's an exclusive. We'll take it. <clears throat> an exclusive. Um, Yeah. And perhaps I've realised that road running is not my, I don't get the same buzz that everybody else does out of road running. And I really love running on trails. So yeah, there is this, maybe this whole thing of... Uh, me and one of my friends, uh, Coursera, have made a bit of a bucket list and we're going to travel around the world and do these crazy ultras and drag our kids with us because that's Brilliant. what we're going to do. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I'll make, make sure I'm following the journey for that. Um, before we go, is there anyone you wanted to mention, anywhere you wanted to promote? Ah, yes. So I'm also, <laughs> sorry. Yes, there are. <laughs> so there are um, two businesses that I uh, am business partners with and they mean a heck of a lot to me. Um, I only really get involved in projects because uh, I, I work for myself um, and I'm a management consultant by day and, you know, I get involved in lots of different businesses. But there are two businesses in particular where I've business partnered with two lovely people um, and I'd like to give a shout out to both of them. Yeah, so one is Runner's Heel, which is I know people listening can't. <laughs> I know just for context Ravis just showed me the t-shirt she's wearing that um, yeah. we'll, we'll get a picture of you in it to, to, to share with the story when we post 
Yes, that's great. I'll send you my Chicago picture. <laughs> Did I tell you I ran a marathon? <laughs> Sorry. We'll get it back on track. We're back on track. Sorry, focus, Ralph, focus. Yeah, so um, this is a, uh, an enterprise that I'm involved in called uh, Social Enterprise. It's called Runner's Heal. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Um, it was set up by my amazing business partner called Chris Cooper. Um, he set it up about three years ago. Uh, we're not, we don't just look amazing when we wear these awesome t-shirts, hoodies and vests that have a slogan, we run this written on them. Um, every t-shirt provided, uh, each, every t-shirt provides a month's worth of school meals to a child in Africa. Uh, we work very specifically with uh, a whole load of schools in a particular region of Kenya. Uh, and Chris himself goes out there to make sure that it all gets delivered to where it needs to go. So we have this transparency, you know, we know where we know where it's going. Um, his passion, his drive, he will hate me. And you know, I've never said this to him, so he's going to be really shocked. He's like a really irritating little brother. So I normally, <laughs> but he's actually a really, really inspiring, incredible young gentleman. Um, he's currently with Mo Farah right wow. now as his uh, personal photographer as you do so you know why he's not taking me to these <laughs> is why we will fall out one day because i absolutely yeah. adore my farah so yeah, that's the first nope, thing nope. please if you guys can check us out i'm not saying you know buy from us i'm just going to say check us out we do a lot of good stuff and you will look pretty hot while wearing our stuff too very true you know that's always a bonus um, and the second one is um, a book that i'm involved in um, called run the book written by the uh, rather awesome um, running poet called Running Mr. Jones, who's huge on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Al uh, was a Twitter friend that became a real world friend. Uh, we decided to join forces last year, create this a book that basically took all of his poems and brought them into like a real tangible book it's a beautiful book I know I'm biased but it is absolutely awesome and can I just say we won we won book of the year last year at the running awards so you know it is pretty epic and it was voted by lovely people that are listening and uh are online um so yeah you can find that and um at run the book uh sorry run the book you can find at run with Mr Jones and um, that's our Twitter handle so yeah that's it really I mean I didn't do any of the content. I just did a lot of the aesthetic stuff and I do a lot of the businessy bits in the background. And it's all Al's creative work. But yes, I'm incredibly passionate about both. Lovely. Yes. Lovely. Thank you. Good, good promotion. Right. OK. And of course, we can find you. On, you're on everything social media, aren't you? Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> I am. Uh, Not on Facebook or running. So, yes. But I'm on good. Instagram and Twitter. And we'll put all the handles so people can go and give you a follow if they're not already, which they obviously are because you've got millions of followers. So, uh, lovely. That's that's it then, Rav. Thank you so much for your time. What an interesting and inspirational chat. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And sorry, I did warn you I can ramble for ages. No, we will. We will figure that out. I think it's well worth <laughs> listening to. Have a great day, okay? Thank you. All the best. Bye now. Bye. And that was Rav, Matt. Very good. Another good one. Yeah, different. The fact that she doesn't like uh, part run. It's not for her. It's quite... We've been praising it, haven't we? We've been saying it's all a good thing, but it makes you think a bit differently, doesn't it? It's a real eye-opener, because if I'm honest, when I've when we've been talking about it in the past, I've been... Obviously, we, we try and take a bit of a... 
what's the best way to say it, unbiased approach. So mm. acknowledging that there are people that think differently. But for me, because how positive I feel Parkrun is to yeah. me and, and yeah. the benefits it, it can give you're blind, you. Yeah, you're blindsided. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like I get that other people feel differently, but I don't really understand why. So that chat with Rav was great because it really gave me some context that sits behind it that, you know what, people don't necessarily want to run in big groups. People mm. don't necessarily want to be around lots yeah. of people judging themselves against others. And yeah. yeah, it's just it's just proof that we've got such a varied spectrum of of people and personalities within our running community. And not everything's for everyone, is it? No, no. I mean, I, sh- I should have realised this because when Donna were going through a, a couch to 5K, we once went up to um, a local park up near us and she, 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 she suffers with uh, anxiety. And uh, before we'd set off, you were like looking around the park, looking for groups of people, and I'm like, like what, what's the matter? And, and I, I could tell in her in head that she was, you know, she were a bit scared or a bit uh, anxious about going and running them in them groups. So yeah, this, this interview with Rav, it's, uh, it's brought it home a bit more, I think. Yeah, and you know what I really like as well. It's it's really interesting that you say that, and I think it impacts and affects a lot more people than you might think initially. And yeah. the fact that someone like Rav can talk so openly about it and still is so inspirational and accomplishes such incredible things in running as well as like other aspects of her life she's such a, a great inspirational person yeah but i think it hopefully is going to give some people who maybe relate to that someone to look at and think ah oh, this shouldn't hold me back mm. you know what I mean? yeah yeah good good point there good point. Um, and the other thing to mention about rav matt is uh, she did her third um marathon if you remember we recorded this um, yes. So didn't we? So yeah, yeah. It done the Chicago uh, virtual marathon. Virtual. Yeah. She, did, she did that this morning, and she did it in four hours, seventeen minutes, and twenty-eight seconds. Nice one. Awesome, nice one. That's yes. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Excellent. So, That's all yeah, I've got to say. Excellent. Someone, someone who hadn't run a marathon yeah. six weeks ago. Six weeks ago. I'm getting out of sub four twenty. Bless her. Bless her. Good. And the, the emotion on that that first marathon that that were amazing as well to see. That were good. Yeah, if you want, if you want to cry, go and find Rav's social media. Actually, did a was it the London virtual? It was. It was, yeah, yeah. Really, really, really good. So, thank you so much, Rav. We really enjoyed that. Let's hopefully do it again soon. So, on to other pressing matters, Matt. Yeah. Make Matt run. Yes. (laughs) The Make Make Matt Matt Run 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 Challenge. I'm glad you did that because you did. You refused to do it last week. You're embarrassed at the bus station. Right? <laughs> I'll wear it middle of a Sheffield interchange. Yes, yeah, so. <laughs> a bit different. No, no commitment, mate. So last week, Joe, uh, we couldn't. We fell out, didn't we, mate? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. We had a little bit of a lovers' tiff, uh, <laughs> uh, which I was. We're, we're friends. We're, we're friends again now, though. We made up again, didn't we? We went yeah. out last week and we made up. Um, but let's just for people who might not know. We couldn't decide whether Joe's What the Fart Like Bus was good enough to earn you or me a point. So we put it out to the public on Instagram to decide. And what happened? <laughs> what happened? You, you tell you tell me, Rob, what happened. Sorry, Robert. Robert, Robert would you like to discuss what happened? Uh, you absolutely pantsed me, didn't you? It was a landslide victory. It was for a me. landslide victory. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was it was pretty embarrassing. Although of the of the like six people that said it wasn't good enough, I did get a couple of messages like <laughs> privately telling me it's not it's not good enough. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start a revolution. I, it's like I know I know who voted which way. So anyone who's listening, if you voted <laughs> for Joe and if you voted for Matt, then your card is marked. Don't you worry. I'll to remember. Be fair, you. Uh, to be fair, I think I had your uh, I had your pants down there, aren't I? <laughs> popularity votes Joe's popular on Instagram and you get the sympathy vote because yeah yeah <clears throat> so so Paul Paul's coming this week and now into he's he's Paul's gonna uh, help you out again you're two one up yeah. um yeah so Paul what do you reckon he's got to do a pumpkin are you confident <sighs> I don't know when you when you first said it last week I thought it's a bit difficult. I know it's only a circle, but in that circle, you've got to you got to make a face, haven't you? And you've got to remember yes. where, where you came in on that circle. And see, I I don't think I'd be able to do it, to be honest. Yeah. Which, which to be fair, is kind of the point of the Make Matt Run Challenge. So I do feel a little bit aggrieved that you're pulling away, beating me, and you've only run one of them so far. Um, but <laughs> that being said, can we just agree on some rules? I don't want to fall out again like last week. Yes. I don't like it when you're mad at me. So, um, so can we just agree that for this to be a point for you, it can't just be a pumpkin like a circle. It's it's the quality of what's in the circle. It's the face that matters. Yeah, right, yeah it's got yeah, to be a good, scary, Halloweeny pumpkin face. And it's got to look like a pumpkin. You're saying? And it's got to look like a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Okay. All right. Shall we give Paul a ring then and see how we got on? Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Matt. Hi, Paul. Are you all right, buddy? Yeah, Matt. Cheers, you. Ah, uh, sound yes. Uh, reading yeah. about this mate, Matt Run Challenge uh, pumpkin that we've been uh, we've been doing. Ah, uh, yeah, the Strava right one. So yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. how have you gone on? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's it's harder than it looks, isn't it? That. It is, yeah. See, Rob, Rob doesn't understand this. He doesn't understand do how mean, difficult. Do you mean Rob doesn't understand this? I understand exactly. Like, shut up. Carry, <laughs> carry on. He doesn't understand how difficult it no, can be. Do you I think did, you've I did done? Just... In my mind, I knew what I wanted to do and stuff, but then once right. I got to do it, it was yeah, a bit tricky, aren't you? There. And do you think you've done us prouder? I think I've done you proud, Matt. Yeah, it didn't nice quite one. as much as I'd expected because I got a bit disorientated <laughs> in the middle when I was trying to do all the bits, like the. Did you get dizzy? <laughs> I don't think he's just drawn a big circle, Rob. I think no, he's got, no. I think he's nailed it this well, time. Well, I hope not. So just just so you know, Paul, me and Matt have talked before this call and we've decided that just drawing the shape of a pumpkin is not adequate. The content of your pumpkin is what's going to decide whether it's a win or not. So it needs to be a good scary face, all right? Okay, right. Okay. So if you're <laughs> feeling confident, why don't you send it over to us and we'll uh, we'll we'll see what it's like. Okay, I'll, I'll send it across to you now, Matt. Hope you like Thank it. Thank you. Okay, doing it now. <laughs> oh, piss <laughs> off! That all right for you, Matt? Is that all right? Oh, piss. that is. Oh yes, wow. yes. Look angry. at look look at Rob's face. <laughs> He's got that angry. He's broke his earphones. <laughs> Yeah. He's throwing his earphones down. He's got, he's got that angry. He's throwing his earphones off. Yes. Yeah. Bit of rage. Didn't just do a circle. It's got all the bits in the middle. Got all the. That, that is perfect. It's, it's even got the stem at the top. Look, look at that. That's awesome. Oh, brilliant. Mouth, I did first. Yeah. His mouth's a bit wonky, but 
that's all you've got from it is mouse one kill. Look at the rest of it. That's, yeah, that's all I've got. To Look be at that. See, it's... yeah, yeah all three, right. one, get yeah. in. Yeah. Cheers, yeah. Paul. No worries, Matt. Uh, who have we got for next week that have we decided passing the baton on to um, a couple of people I had in mind but I think point next one to do I think a good one would be Sammy I reckon I can give Sammy a Ooh. go Rob's uh, wife that'd be quite interesting yeah Ooh, is she going to she gonna mess me over she's probably going to mess me over yeah <laughs> piling up that. that's a good yeah. shout Paul that Paul that's, I think that's a good good call yeah. Yeah. We'll see where her loyalties lie. <laughs> exactly. Let's see how she gets on. Well, thank you very much, Paul. You are well, well done. Good work. Cheers, Rob. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Right. Nice one. Thanks, Paul. We'll see you later, mate. All right. Good work. Cheers. Catch you later. Get in there. 3-1. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Three, it's only time I get to gloat, Rob. It's only time I get. Come on, I've got to have this. Yeah, but you're, you're getting to gloat, but you've only done one of them. Right, okay. Yeah. And your so, point is? Well, what? it's not really you winning, is it? It's other people doing it for you. Right. Are you, are you trying to say I need to do it myself? Well, well yes, ideally. But, but I'm injured. Yeah. So? Just walk it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we started this now. We might as well finish it. We've got to give other people a chance. Well, I'll tell you what. And besides, from my dinosaur I did on the first week, do you want really want me to win him? You are still living off the glory of that dinosaur. <laughs> it's like six weeks later. <laughs> I'm not, listen, listen. <laughs> That's my glory. I'm taking it. Okay, but I just I just like to say if I lose this series, I'm not feeling too bad about it because it's not losing to Matt, it's losing to Matt and friends who apparently <laughs> are, all, are all stabbing me in. The listen, back. listen, I, I need to I need to get less injured for when the the fun starts in season two when you come in oh, with all these uh, hard challenges that I'm not looking forward to. Do you know what word you said then that was completely incorrect? Fun. You're not going to be having fun. <laughs> this this is going to come back and bite you tenfold. Oh. Don't don't you worry about that, tiny man. I you might know. just do some more extreme refereeing and get injured again. <laughs> get, and get fake injured again. And, yeah. Well. Okay. So, however, next week. Yes. I've got just just a mess with your head. I've got a mole doing it, haven't I? No. Oh, yeah. My my wife. Why why is he chose her? Her, I say, her, 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 her. Why she shows that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Maybe you're just so confident. Well, no. to, to be honest, she's incredibly competitive, so she's not gonna like. She's not gonna throw it. No, she'll do it really well just to be able to gloat over me. Uh, <laughs> um, we need to decide what she's gonna do. Though I had an idea. Right. Right. I want to make this a little bit more difficult because you are walking away with it at the minute. What Three. about? You and Jack were arguing. Yes, three one. You and Jack were arguing before about about shoes. Yeah. So why don't we get Sammy to do a Nike running shoe? Mm, that could work. That could work. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's just basically shoe with a Nike in it. How could that be? Well, now you've said that. 
No, it's all right. We're committed to it. It's going to be a night <laughs> running shoe. But the night tick's got to be absolutely on point. Right. And it's got to have a shape that does resemble a shoe. It can't like, and, and like a running shoe. Like it can't just be like a clog. You know okay. what I mean? Like it's got to be like, it's got to have the contours that you would yes. expect of a shoe. Agreed? Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Fair shake on it because we're still not together. Shake it is. Pinky promise. Pinky promise. Pinky swear. Okay. Good. Do you have a good news story of the week for us, Matt? Yeah, I do. I think we're going to carry on from uh, what we mentioned last week about uh, Carl Orm doing the 10 marathons in 10 days. Uh, we all wore pink, didn't we, for, to, uh, for the Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, he's been raising money for breast cancer now. Uh, he finished his last marathon on Friday, was it? Uh, yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, Friday. Um, and he's just over £8,000 he's raised up to. Yeah, he's trying to raise 10 grand. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I just checked the checked earlier. He's just raised just over eight thousand pounds. So uh, fighting the dad bod, Carl Orm, you are a runner's hero of the week. Yeah, absolutely, isn't he? Just and he looked broken at the end of it. Bless it yeah. I think by marathon, I think when it's six or seven, he were really struggling. Yeah. But yeah, he's well, he managed. Did to... it. He got it done though. That was the thing. That battled on. Yeah, yeah, battled on. Got off, when, yeah. When, <laughs> the other week, that was one of the last ones. I think he ended up sitting in a stream to, instead of yeah, the ice box he's been taking. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it just. I mean, what's that then? Two hundred and sixty miles in ten days. Something like that. Yeah, Oof, amazing, amazing. Wow. Absolutely agree, uh, Carl. You are our running hero of the week. We salute you. And that's pretty much us done, Matt. Um, uh, standard thank yous thank you to our production team uh, he's on the call today so thanks Jack yeah thank you Jack no worries guys thank you for having me on take you straight Matt <laughs> our pleasure <laughs> uh, thanks to the rest of the production guys as well of course thank you to Graham Lindley for his amazing theme music with a new twist this week oh yes yeah, <laughs> a slower version Acoustic version, the acoustic sessions. Yes, that was, that was another. I don't know which one do you like better. I don't know. I think I think I like the acoustic one because you can uh, you can you can sing to it, can't you? Karaoke style. <laughs> yeah, I like both. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a theme song for every mood. It is. I do, I do prefer the rocky rocky style though, the rockier style. Yeah, right. So anyway, uh, Carl, uh, Carl, Graham, Graham yes. Lindley, oh, my brain. <laughs> Uh, Graham Lindley, amazing, amazing musician. He's just put some stuff on his uh, on his Facebook Live and his Instagram with some bits that he's been doing. Yeah, some sessions, yeah. So yeah. Lockdown sessions, go and check them out. He's awesome. Thank you to Rav, of course. Mm-hmm. Amazing, inspirational story. Uh, uh, next week, as I alluded to earlier in the show, we've got Austin Shepard on. Yeah, that'll be fun. It'll be really good. Uh, another one that we've already recorded. Really great chat, really great guy. Uh, did some... Pretty cool fundraising throughout lockdown. So we'll talk about that as well as his running journey. Excited for that. That's nearly us done. Uh, any more running? A bit more couch to 5K this week. Is that the plan, Matt? Yeah, pretty much couch to 5K. Probably Donna's going to end up coming with me again and doing some speed sessions. So that'll be me for this week. Maybe a bit of refereeing end of the week. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. How about you? Um, I don't know, you know. Got another <laughs> week. Still got another week off work. Yes. Still got another week off work, so I think I will probably just just getting miles in the bag. I think is mm-hmm. more and more what it is. We've booked onto a couple of races, but with this tier three stuff, I don't know if we're going to be able to do them. So I oh, think yeah. mentally that's hit a little bit hard. So I think and I imagine there's quite a lot of people in the same boat because I don't sure. think the government guidelines are super clear. 
don't want to go too deep. Yeah, the guidelines say something and the race race things are saying something different. Yeah, but, uh, England athletics seems to contradict it. So I don't really know if we're going to go or not. And that's hitting the old noggin a little bit, if I'm honest. So mm. I think getting out, getting some miles back, that half marathon did me wonders from a headspace yeah. perspective. So I think, yeah, just getting out and running and clearing the clearing the brain, I think. Is that's why we do it. That's, that's, why we do. That's, that's why we do it, mate. Yeah, absolutely. So that's us. Another one in the bag. Swoosh. All finished. And we'll be back next week. Uh, yes. Have a great week, guys, whatever you're doing. Love you a lot. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Are you a loner or a groupie? How do you? <laughs> Leave that bit in. Ha 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 ha.